Hey, can we talk about this? Welcome to the show about the unimportant topics with extremely important implications. We're here to talk about the things we know you're thinking about. Hey. Hi, Ben. I'm mad. Ben is not in a good mood. I'm really not. Um, so we wanted to enhance this podcast experience, and I also just had some other projects that really made it great and said, hey, why don't I just chalk it up and cough it up and buy another microphone. So we did and thought it was <laughs> so we thought it was going to be great. We were going to have two microphones meaning one for each of us so we can get the mic super close to our mouths um, and then you would it would help reduce any of the ambient noise or the echo that we have and it would just sound more professional because we're professionals. Mm-hmm. Plug in the mics and it doesn't work. We did a lot of troubleshooting. A lot of troubleshooting. Watched a lot of tutorial videos. Um, and just for some reason, I don't know if it's just because I have to restart my computer or something, it wasn't working. The microphone itself worked because all the indicator lights were on, but... If it is that you had to restart your computer, that would just be so sad. I'm going to try it after this, and I'm going to be so mad, because I know the yeah. first time I try it after we're done, it's going to work. Yes. So, I'm pissed. Um, You're very mad. But we're going to move on and we're going to get over it because it's really, <laughs> it's not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of my life. It is not. But you expect to buy things that work and the computers to be smart and make them work. And even when we try to do what the people told us to do, it didn't seem like it was working. It's so frustrating because you get it in the mail. Or did you get it? Yeah. You in got the mail. it in the, mail. in the mail. I went to and the uh, podcast speaker store. Yeah. The podcast speaker store. And you get it and you're so excited yeah. because you think, oh, I can't wait to use this yep. in our next episode. And you're anxiously awaiting the next episode so you can use it. And then... I'm so mad. Do you, you know, it's like, did you ever have this experience? Every time when I was a kid, I would try to get a new phone from the phone store. Mm-hmm. On the first visit, it would never work and I would always leave the store without a new phone. Did that ever happen to you? Like, if you went to wherever your carrier was and you're, like, getting a new phone because you have an upgrade, every single time growing up, I'd go and they'd be like, oh, sorry, something, like, you need a social security number or you need this username or password or you got to come back and bring something else. Oh. And I would always have to make two or three trips out of it to get a new phone. And it's like, when you're a kid, to get a new cell phone, that's, like, the most so exciting thing. And every it would always years. be a letdown. I don't think I had that same experience. Lucky you. I feel like if I went to go get the phone, I got the phone. Ugh. I got my flip phone. It's just, I got my razor. It's just me. Some things with technology and new things. You've um, had a rough life. I've had a really rough life. You know, troubleshooting with computer stuff is hard. Yeah. Technology is difficult. I'm mad. I'm actually very mad. Like my, my blood's a little hot, but you know we're gonna be fine. Next next episode. In which case, maybe we have like a guest or something like that. Then you know that'll be more needed to have another mic. Right. This is now what stage of grief is this? The rationalization stage of grief yeah. that I just hit. Yeah. Um. And now trying to say, oh well, it'd actually be better for next time. <laughs> the uh, term "my blood is hot" or "my hmm. blood is boiling." I wonder where that came from. I don't know, but that's what it feels like. You know, that's what it feels you ex- like. you experience that when you get mad. Like, you feel like your face get hot and your blood's, like, getting... Yeah. I guess your face getting hot, for sure. I feel like mm-hmm. that actually happens. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if our oh, blood really is boiling. My blood boils. Yeah. So, denial. Definitely face that within the first second. Because I was like, oh, no. And then I unplugged it, plug it back in. Anger, still here. But then bargaining is the next one, which is, like, you know basically saying it's going to be better next time that we have it anyway and we don't really need it this time right and then i'm up for depression and then acceptance so i don't think you'll ever reach acceptance i don't know if i will either but in any event we move on say la vie as they say in in wherever um aileen why don't we uh intro what we're talking about yeah yeah okay so this came up because I've been planning a few trips recently, mm, mm-hmm. and I wanted to talk about vacation, travel, and everything that goes along with that. And Aileen last time was No Notes Tobin. This time I am No Bullet Points Ben. Mm-hmm. So we're flying off the cuff, as we usually do anyway. One to but, show. 
I actually will. Op- I just want to ask you a question to kind of help frame the topic of conversation. Okay. Um, where are you going, or where are you planning to go? So this summer, I'm going to Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be in June, and then in July, I'm visiting my friend in Wisconsin. And then in August, I'm going on a family trip to South Carolina. Are all of those trips finalized? Yes. Oh, they are? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I finalized them this week. That's really exciting. Yeah, I'm really excited. Which for me, we you had, you had slacked me this and um, we this kind of got us talking a little bit. And it always gets me thinking about travel in terms of I'd say travel is 60% pre-planning excitement. Mm-hmm. Where I'd say 60% of the joy of traveling is from that That's for me. That's Yep. <laughs> and 40% is the actual act of traveling. Wow. And like being at the place itself. Okay. I just... That's how I, f- I feel like there's so much excitement with to travel and it's like the looking forward to n- to itness. Yeah. Um, but then like when you're there, there's always something I feel like that'll go wrong that kind of gets you stressed or it's like there's a difference in my mind also between a vacation and a trip. Mm. So like then you're always rushing around and doing X, Y, and Z. Um, yeah. Most of the enjoyment I feel like for me comes into like anticipation. Would you say that's the same or no? I would say I'm a 2080 gal. 20 anticipation. Yes. Mm. I definitely think that the anticipation and the planning of the trip is fun. Mm-hmm. But I think the majority of the fun is actually being there and getting some photos, mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. eating some good food, going on excursions, adventures. But yeah, planning is fun. Yeah. Okay, depending on... Now, you're, you're traveling by yourself for... To Portland, Which, I'm going by myself. Yeah. It was, yes. This will be your first solo trip or no? You've gone... Kind of. Okay. So I, when I went to Australia a few years ago, I did fly there by myself. Okay. And, but most of the time I was with my friends that lived there. Gotcha. So I wasn't really by myself because I was hanging out with other people yeah. while I was there. But solo flying, that mm-hmm. was my first mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess this is the first trip where other than times i've gone for like work somewhere yeah but this is you're planning it this is a set like you're going there not yeah. to necessarily be with anybody right do you know anybody out there no see that's cool <laughs> so for me my my first and really only solo trip i um went because i knew someone who was staying in that country and i had flown alone but never went by myself now we were together for a couple days but then for like the the second half of the trip then i did that all by myself so it was kind of like a i definitely was solo travel but it was nice because i had at least someone at the start and this was international not a domestic trip which was i think a little bit scarier in a way um but i loved it like you don't have any clashes with people of well what do you want to do next Mm -hmm. or like I thought I feel like you're gonna enjoy it I'm excited to hear how it goes yeah and I wanted to stick with something domestic first yeah because I agree that going somewhere abroad is scarier and there's a lot of places that I do want to go and if I don't have someone to go with like I will go alone Mm -hmm. I also think it's it's trickier as a woman I feel like there's more fear involved in solo travel because you have to just be a lot more cautious than Mm. a man would have to be um so that's why i wanted to do something that was in the u.s that i was like more familiar with first before i go anywhere outside of the u.s yeah it's pretty smart and then you kind of learn if you like like it or not anyway too yeah because then you know was this was by design to go by yourself like yeah cool yeah i think i will like it i like to do a lot of things alone yeah. Like I go to the movies alone. I go to different like parks alone. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to a concert by yourself? I don't think so. I don't really go to a lot of concerts oh, though okay. in general. So if I am going to the con- going to a concert, I feel like it's usually someone else asking me yeah. to go with them. <laughs> it wasn't your idea. Yeah. Or I went 
I went to a Regina Spectre concert kind of by myself. I met up with other people when I was there for like part of it. Mm. It was one of those like Central Park. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So there were other people there, but. Do you go to concerts by yourself? I do. I like it, actually. I like to do a lot of things by myself, too. And when I travel, if I travel for work, I really do like those, like, dinners by myself. Because sometimes it's just good to be alone. Yeah. Um, But when it comes to travel, it's very different. But it's also very hard, I find, to um, have and jive well with someone in terms of a travel partner. Yeah. Like, finding a good travel partner is difficult. Yeah. uh, Because there are so many things that you need to consider... And if you're going someplace, you might not both have the same ideas of what you want to do or how to spend the time. That makes it very stressful and yeah. combative at times. Yeah, I think the best thing you can do in that situation is just to be upfront about, <laughs> hey, there's things that I'm going to want to do by myself. And if you're not okay with that, we probably shouldn't travel together. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a roommate. Remember like a freshman year of college, you'd sign those roommate forms and it would be like your different preferences. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think everyone, no matter how dependent you are on other people, there's things that you're going to want to do by yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I also find that traveling with just one other person can be difficult because it can get awkward because you Mm. feel obligated all the time to be talking to that person and Mm. always finding a new topic of conversation that's true but that's why i think like small groups is better but then you can get also get into situations where you're in like a small group and if there's like one person that you're not driving (laughs) with that can kind of overshadow the whole trip experience Because if you're, like, frustrated with someone, that doesn't really make for a good trip. Yeah. Have you ever had, not related to someone that you've necessarily traveled with, but, like, a a wild event or kind of, like, situation that has occurred in any of your travels that sticks out in your mind? Not really. No. Do you have one? Um... Well, one time we were all, we were in England uh, with my family. I was fairly young. I guess I was probably, like, 10-ish. And we went, accidentally drove, we were in a rental car. We drove into the wrong um, lane of the gas station, and my dad had accidentally filled up the car with diesel gas and not regular gas. And uh, you can't drive a car when it has diesel gas in it when it shouldn't. And that was, nice. like, uh, yeah, crazy. We had to, like, wait around for a while and had to get, like, flag someone down to help us and tow us. Um, but nothing, like, I probably could think of them if I had more time. But nothing's, like, super wild or insanely mm-hmm. crazy that I can think of, which is good, right, I guess. I feel like the best trips I had were in college when we had this, um, it was, like, a business trip. So it was, like, school business would go and do different cultural activities but then we would also like go to businesses Mm. and that was probably the wildest my trips have ever gotten because we would go to these businesses all day and like go to meetings and then I was with like 20 friends Mm. from Mm. school so we would like go out at night and so you'd be um you'd have to get up really early to like go to the meetings (laughs) but then we'd be out until like 2 or 3 a.m oh yeah like going to bars and clubs so that was probably the most whirlwind experience i've ever had Mm -hmm. so that was we did one year where we went to china went to beijing and shanghai and then another trip was in europe and it was to prague and cool munich which was really cool do you have sort of okay well then along that line um because i had said this before do you i feel like there are different types of ways to travel do you have a preferred one? And what I mean specifically is, in my view, when you travel somewhere, are you looking to try to, if it's somewhere new, are you looking to try to hit all the sites so you can see as much as you can while you're there? Or do you like to try to pick a few to then really try to maybe immerse yourself more or um, get localized, almost feel like you just kind of live there and you're getting that sort of feel? Yeah, definitely the latter. I like to have certain places that I want to check off my list and say, hey, I did this. Yeah. But I think that it's very overwhelming to have a laundry list of every single place you need to go. Yeah. Because usually when you're going on a trip, 
you can't see everything that you want to see. So right. you have to pare it down because you don't want it to be stressful. Like you're running from one place to the next just so that you can fit it in well, on yeah. one day or like a week. Yeah. And I don't like to be stressed out like that when I'm traveling. So I'd say I generally will like have a list of maybe like five or so. And then if I don't get to everything, it's okay. Mm. Um, it also leaves more room to be in the moment and go to places that maybe you didn't know about or like hadn't looked up prior right and maybe like it's a fun like cafe that you weren't expecting to go to or touristy stops yeah yeah so i think it's a balance of seeing the sights but then also like you said immersing yourself in the culture yeah i don't like feeling exhausted when i return on a trip yeah i do feel like trips in my mind are more you've got to hit all these stops vacations are more like you're going there vacations i always have more of a connotation with like beachy type vibes because you go and relax a lot um but i guess i sit somewhere in the middle because i don't know when the next time i'll be back in that place is if i will be at all so i do feel like i I feel like an obligation to go to the places that one should go in quotes but it is more fun on the trips I've been on that are more like slow paced mm-hmm. and just like go into like the places that people don't know. Yeah. Like when I went to visit my friends in Australia, I didn't go to the Great Barrier Reef. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to but You can't anymore all. anyway since it's not there anymore, you know. So <laughs> basically no one went to the... Um I didn't go to Sydney. Hmm. I didn't go to Perth, uh, which is on like the western side of Australia. Okay. That's like a major city. And there's part of me that's like, oh, that's kind of a bummer that I didn't go to those yeah. places because I was there for three weeks. But also, I was spending time with my friends and I was experiencing their country and what they love about it, which is a cool, different experience. And I feel like I can always go back there mm-hmm. and do the other things that I wanted to do. Yeah. That's what's hard to that's what I have a hard time kind of dealing with because it's like yes you can go back there but there are so many other places to go before you might go back to the same country so it's a weird battle yeah um like now it's also interesting though because you went to see your friends there and they were hosting you like have you had like I've had people who come from out of country to like also then see New York or see our area and I get super stressed about that. Um, like showing them the right things, but then also like now I have to do all this stuff and I also find like that's hard. Do you like Yeah, I've host? had friends visit in New York and I feel the same exact way. I get super stressed and I really wish I wasn't like that. Yeah. Because I feel like they're depending on me to come up with what I think is the best of New York, which yeah. they're probably not. Like, they yeah. they have, like, their own things that they want to see. And then they do, like, want my input of things locally that I like to go and do yeah. that maybe they wouldn't know about because they're just not living here. But I think I just put unnecessary pressure on myself to make sure that they're having fun, <laughs> making sure that they're doing everything they want to. But the reality is that they're probably just happy to be spending time with me and to be going to some of the things Mm -hmm. that they wanted to see so that's actually something I want to work on is that when people do visit me that I don't feel like I need to show them everything or that I need to do everything perfectly yeah because they're probably happy with whatever we do yeah yeah I also sometimes get stressed because I don't I would want to I want to be there with them and do those things if like that's one of the part of the plan but sometimes it's also like well then that's a lot of time I've got to also now be out with these people visiting and like that also feels like really bad yeah or weird because it's like oh man like now I'm kind of roped in to do this stuff but like I don't know I should almost have like a list of things that like are quick hitting places to take people that aren't necessarily like the obvious stuff. Yeah. I don't think I'm a good tour guide. Yeah. (laughs) 
Because when someone comes and they ask me what I think they should do, yeah. I'm like, uh, I feel like everything comes with a, what's it called? Like if someone said like, oh, should I go to uh, the World Trade Center, mm. like go to the observatory, I would say something like yeah you can do that like it's cool yeah. but it's kind of expensive yeah yeah it <laughs> like, always has a qualifier really, yes, or like a qualifier some, yeah. like and i feel like that's not what you should do to someone yeah. who's visiting but that's just what i think about right i'm like yeah like you could uh you could go to the statue of liberty like that is really cool but just so you know like you can't actually get out into the up into the crown day of you have to like get those tickets six months in advance so I don't know how cool it's gonna be. Just yeah, to like yeah. Go You're just like kind of telling like them. Look at it. <laughs> so should I go or not? <laughs> I realize mostly when people come and ask me like, "What should I do?" That I find and realize about myself that I don't really do a lot. <laughs> like I pretty much do nothing because there's so much in the city that you can do, yeah. and I'm not one of those people who is always going to the newest restaurants or always trying these different bars like. I'll pick my spots that I like. Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, stick to them. And once in a while, try something new. But, like, I feel like people, especially in this city, expect you to have these master lists of every great place out there. I'm just like, I don't know. I kind of just like this spot, but it's, like, not that great. Right. (laughs) Or same thing with food, saying, oh, where should I get bagels? Like, where's the best place to get bagels or where's the best place to get pizza? My answer is usually just, oh, like, I just usually go to this place down the road to get bagels and they're good. Yeah. Or, yeah, like, um, there's this place called Best Pizza in Brooklyn that I think has, like, really good pizza. I don't know if that's where you should go. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. Like I just gotta go here. Yeah. <laughs> or when someone says, talks about Central Park, mm. usually I'm say, oh, yeah, like, Central Park is cool. I guess go there. Yeah. But I don't know what you're going to do, do there. <laughs> Like, this is one of the best cities in the world, but because I live here, I don't really think of it that way, yeah. even though it is a great city. Yeah. it's always It always surprises me that people visit here. Like, yeah. there's tourists that come here because they want to experience New York City. Yeah. You know, it's also a vague question, though. Like, I, I guess I almost... I should do a better job of saying if someone's like oh what should i do here it's like well what do you want to do like you know try to dig a little bit deeper because there is a million different avenues that you can take in terms of someone's new york experience or experience of wherever you're from um but it's like then that kind of big lofty like you know eagles bird's eye view question is like i don't know you do like anything (laughs) Uh, what do you want yeah you know but then if someone's like, oh, well, I want to go to a really good restaurant, I'm like, shit, well, you're at it. Like, ask someone else. Like, yeah. I don't really know. Yeah, I don't I've know I've heard this that. is good. Yeah. <laughs> Probably need a reservation. Right. And there's so many different types of cuisine in New York. You have to narrow it down and be like, okay, well, like, what kind of food yeah. are you looking for? Because other than pizza and bagels, hmm, we have hmm. every other type of food. So it just depends on what you want. Yeah, and there's a big difference between, and if you're asking someone who you're going to visit or asking someone who's been to a country that you're about to travel to, and you're like, oh, well, what's the best this? It's like, well, it's maybe not the best, but it's like my favorite. There's a Mm -hmm. big difference there too because I feel like you always want to try when you're traveling to go and go to like the best places, but it's not always about that really. It's like the experimentation and the like adventure of just like popping into like a cafe like you said that just might be a local spot and not on any sort of list but it's like oh like when people i always get annoyed at this when people after a trip they'll ask you like oh what did you do i've been there i loved it did you do this this and this like you kind of said this it was like no no i didn't (laughs) and like oh man you should have you know that was really great you know you have to go back i'm like do i yeah i had a good time right but i didn't go to all these places that people say to go to I feel like that's kind of one of the curses of our generation is that we have so much access to information Mm. and apps like Yelp or Foursquare or just Google that ranks things. And so when we're trying to find somewhere like a restaurant, we automatically go to those sources and say like, okay, what is ranked as number one? And now I need to go there because this system has identified this place as number one. Yeah, But... It just is such a bad cycle to get into 
because like who cares yeah, if it's exactly. number one like you do want to go to good places you don't want to have a yeah, bad experience yeah. or a disappointing meal but I'm pretty like one and number one and like number 20 yeah or probably not in a that, big that city like, yeah in yeah. like a big city where there's so many options they're probably not like yeah that drastically uh, different that happened to me even when I went to Miami for the first time a couple months ago because like that's also a lot of art a lot of things to do bars clubs restaurants and it's like oh you you you've got to go here or oh did you go to like I faced that a lot even just from like Miami and I was like no we didn't do any of that yeah <laughs> but I loved it and we'd go back yeah like, maybe next time yeah maybe next time when I go back yeah if you go back yeah that is kind of funny the weird dynamic of having wanting to feel like you have a good experience that doesn't necessarily mean no you have to go and look up top three places to do x in x yeah it doesn't have to be the same experience as someone else yeah isn't it funny when you come back from a vacation and that question of how was it Mm. i never know how to answer that what do you like how was your trip yeah like how was your trip (laughs) why don't you know what's what because I feel like all I usually say is like, oh, it was really fun. Yeah, fair. Right, (laughs) right, right. Right. Like, what do you want me to say? Right. Do you want to get into the specific details of the things that I do? Well, we were delayed on the flight (laughs) and, you know, I didn't get peanuts. Yeah, let me take you by, let me take you through a play-by-play. But, yeah, I do that to other people, though. They come back from a trip and I say, oh, how was your trip? Sometimes. I think, yeah, usually the answer is just like, oh, it's really good. Right. Yeah went to this like xyz thing and that was fun like great okay bye bye. (laughs) sometimes if it's a place that i want to go to i'll lean in so much more and ask to see pictures and like then i'll actually care yeah but sometimes if people like show me pictures of where they went i'm like "Uh, cool (laughs) wow wish i was there like i don't know because like you had said about social like media and the internet the travel culture me culture american culture around travel is so like let me share that i'm doing this yeah um that it's like knowing my situation now too makes me kind of self-conscious or feel bad because even like this coming weekend is memorial day weekend and people are like oh what are you gonna do i'm like well i gotta work you know and like i'm not doing anything and it's when you're surrounded by these what are and this like you know is in terms of um, other jobs too like i think about this a lot with retail workers and people who work all the time doctor anybody any industry has this but it's just like oh like you see all these people having all this fun traveling going on vacations and you kind of think like oh man i should be doing that but like i can't afford it or oh man this looks fun but i have to work or and like that kind of eats away at me a little bit people i'm sure because it's always like i'm having the best time yeah let me show you yeah because yeah now that you have the gym you don't have you can't just take a week off no not as easily um, now yeah it's just not as easy um but it's also like i, I get weird about the sharing the vacation stuff because it's i like doing it because i like documenting like i'm taking pictures mm-hmm. but then it's also like but who cares that i'm here yeah instagram has really in a lot of ways it's bad because yeah. then you get you're like you're sad that you missed out on other stuff or you see other people taking vacations and you're jealous of it yeah. but i think one thing that's cool is that when people go on trips and they really do unplug and they like don't mm. use their phone mm-hmm. and you can still take pictures and stuff but i feel like that's helpful because then you're not so caught up in making sure that you're like posting stories to Instagram or sharing your experience with everyone else that's just gonna potentially like be upset about it yeah um but it's hard because you also like want to share those moments yeah and you want like your friends and family to see what you're doing man we've already (laughs) covered social media but like deserve to go back to that yeah um I had a question for you oh about oh well you know you, you mentioned it like with the gym and with the workplace in general, at least in America and in New York City. And I'm curious if you wanted to talk a little bit about like travel policies as well in terms of like working and the stigma maybe around taking like a long vacation, Mm -hmm. like more than a week long at a time. Yeah. Because when I traveled, this was actually when I was uh, traveling solo, 
Um, and I met some people and I kind of forced myself to meet people and just talk to strangers, which is really great because um, I ended up actually still talking to a few of them every once in a while now. But they were on trips. They were European and they were like, oh, yeah, I've been out for three months now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I have five days to do yeah. everything that you're doing in three months. Um, and that contributes to me, at least in terms of like the wanting to pack everything in because you, yeah. I feel like we don't have the luxury here, at least, I don't know, to take a long time off yeah no totally I mean other countries just really value Mm. time off more than we do Mm. and that's why yeah in Europe you can take off a month to go on vacation and it's more accepted by people versus if someone did that here I feel like they would get fired yeah yeah (laughs) um or laughed at yeah right or it have to be under a bunch of different circumstances of you've been here for five right. years you and have 30 days of vacation built yeah, up like, like you have all this vacation built up and like you're allowed to take it but it really is such a shame because yeah. you do feel like you're cramming things in like two weeks feels like a long time yeah. for a vacation um in this country versus i feel like that would be more normal in other ones yeah and it's really a bummer because then it forces you to um like be stressed out while you're on a vacation and it's actually something I miss about being in college because you had designated yeah, um, months right, off. So right. when I went to Ugh. Australia, I went for three weeks because it was during my winter break. Yeah. And you like have Good. the time so you can do it versus I don't like I wouldn't do that here. Like yeah. the most I would take is two weeks at a time. But then I, like, wouldn't go on another vacation Yeah, for, like, a while. Or you would, you know, and, and this is also, it kind of lends itself into also being connected all the time to work. Yeah. And going on vacation and still kind of working and being on yeah. your phone and checking emails and, like, yeah. now that kind of sucks. Yeah. And I feel fortunate because I think that my team is good about, like, hey, you're going on vacation. Disconnect. Like, yeah, don't check your email. Mm. Don't go on Slack. Because they feel like we like care about each other and like <laughs> want to have want each other to like have a good time versus I like there's probably other companies where people feel like they need to keep checking their email. Yeah, or just even jobs in this in this company or yeah, yeah certain functions. Yeah. Cause it's harder, yeah, in certain functions to completely disconnect because yeah. if you have clients that you're like talking to every day and then all of a sudden you have to like hand that off to someone else that can be difficult because you have all the knowledge of like what's going on in your head in your head and it's hard to just like give that off to someone else but you got to do it because it's not a vacation or a trip if you're like continuing to check your email every day right you're you're still working working. remotely yeah which which can be satisfying i there have been trips where i've really had to work or like it was half and half where i've been like just i know i'd have to be on and depending on where you are it's it's like fine but yeah it is kind of annoying that Mm -hmm. you can never feel like and even if you do have a team that's sort of like just go and just like you're never really off yeah unless you're maybe in between jobs or something like you have some sort of leave or whatever which kind of stinks yeah like it does stink and even when i was planning my trips this summer because i knew that i was in august for my family trip i knew that was going to be a week so i'd have to take five days off Mm -hmm. but then i also wanted to do something else just by myself and so i was trying to figure out like what is the acceptable amount of days that yeah. I can take like I'm taking three days like a Wednesday through a Friday and I was like is that like too much because right. this is going to be in June and then I'm taking the trip in August like I don't want to overstep any boundaries and it's also hard in our job because we technically have unlimited PTO right. which when I say that to other people they, I feel like it always gets a big reaction of like, oh my god, like you have unlimited, you but it. it's not yeah. <laughs> like yeah, no I one... <laughs> took seventeen weeks off. Like I feel like the acceptable amount is still the same as other companies. Yeah, like M- about, maybe a like, little expanded. But yeah, like... maybe like a little bit more. Uh, like I feel like most people take about like three weeks mm-hmm. total, maybe like four weeks, which is still a good amount of time. That's like fifteen to. 20 days which is more than 
other companies offer, especially right. for people that are entry 20s. level. Yeah. But it's not like <laughs> unlimited doesn't mean that I'm getting two months or three months off a year. Yeah, when I when we when that policy changed, I uh, realized that I took less vacation, which actually they kind of know happens. Yes. Yeah. One of the reasons, not the not the predominant one, but why companies do that is because then you actually end up working more. Yeah. Um, which makes sense why that happens. Because when you have a set number of days, yeah. like, okay, I know I have 10 days right. of PTO. Use them. So I'm going to use all of them <laughs> versus when it is, when there's not a specific number, yeah. it is unlikely that you're going to like take as much as you really should. Yeah. Well, I, it probably plays on both ends. Mm-hmm. Some people might then use all of that unlimited as they can and within obviously certain constraints or thresholds and then there are people who then yeah don't take any vacation yeah or maybe we'll take like a friday off every once in a while and that's sort of like what it what it kind of comes down to i wish we almost had it would never work i feel like in a business setting but i wish we had almost summer vacation like you did in school yeah i don't know or just like yeah a, a period of a couple weeks out of or two times a year that would be like the vacation periods where yeah. everybody that I mean that kind of happens around like the Christmas and winter holidays um, and maybe then around here like July 4th where most travel might happen but then it's like no one has to bother anybody right <laughs> yeah and everyone appreciates time off and I feel like if it's just the entire company or like an industry just yeah. decides like yeah, like we're gonna have this month off. I'm pretty sure in France that happens in really August because I remember seeing. I remember trying to go to a restaurant in New York. There was this French restaurant, and there was a sign on the door that said, "We're closed for the month of August." Nice, celebrating <laughs> this. We'll be back next month, and so either a country or like an industry just needs to make that decision, yeah. and then it becomes acceptable for everyone. Yeah, my cousin and I were talking about this this actually yesterday. Um, he is now going into his residency um, for uh, to to be a doctor, and um, I asked him like, "Oh, what's your like time off like?" And there are certain industries which is like you no matter what you kind of can't you can't do that like yeah. the whole like this this month everybody takes off or whatever it is cuz like people get sick all the time and people also need to be at restaurants serving food to those people the people who are on vacation all the time and he was like yeah you know everybody sorts of fights it's 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 crappy because everybody fights for the spots to get time off that most of the people take off like the christmas and winter holidays and like if you don't get in early enough you're working on those days um when for a lot of people that's the time in which they get to see most of their family for like the longest little stretch of time throughout the year um and that's sort of just a reality though of life that like it's not always you know you can't always take off when you can or you know but yeah, that must be so frustrating as a doctor or someone that works in retail mm-hmm. where, like, the busiest times of year are during the holidays. Like, that sucks that yeah. you have to decide with your coworkers, like, okay, so if you're getting Christmas Eve, then, like, I get New Year's Eve and having to make those decisions right. about which holiday is more important for you versus in, like, in my career, I feel like I'll never have to make that decision because yeah. we're always off for christmas and fourth of july and like all the major holidays it's sort of so. a luxury that you forget about yeah that's like that's nice yeah it's like nice it's always good when people put it into perspective and like um i've heard stories of this happening too and when you're out to dinner or when you're with you're shopping around christmas time or on thanksgiving on black friday like to be super appreciative of the people who are working to serve you while you're off from work and just with all of your loved ones like Mm -hmm. I should try to remember to make it more of a point to be very grateful like we've used that word before on the podcast so just like most it's a probably fair bet that like you're here and not where some where other people you know and love are yeah um so like thank you for that yeah you know it's also something I was thinking about too, just about privilege is everything that we're talking about yeah. with these vacations yeah. and trips, it's 
such a privilege to be in a place where you have enough disposable income to be like, oh, I like want to take a trip yeah. to Europe. Like, I feel super privileged to be able to like even be making those decisions because there's so many people in this country that work so hard and they deserve more time off and they deserve yeah. like a vacation, but they might be living paycheck to paycheck and don't have enough money left over to like go on any trips yeah um so that's just something i try to keep in mind as well because i feel just like super fortunate to be able to even like go anywhere yeah yeah for however long yeah you know, it could be a couple days or it could be a week or two um yeah i mean even in my situation i'm extremely extremely privileged privileged but that's what something been that has been kind of a learning experience for me now more than ever sort of having to sacrifice that freedom um in the pursuit of a dream Mm -hmm. but like even for yeah this coming weekend or other holidays coming up it's like oh what are you doing for x y and z and i'm like i don't know and probably working and i can't commit to it yeah um and i also can't spend the money or don't really have the money to like go with you guys to do this sort of thing yeah um which which before and again in this very privileged life that i've had it's like i wouldn't have to think about that so much yeah so it's been new for me as it relates to travel and vacation that it's like oh wow you know it's this is this is weird yeah people forget about that that when you are going after something that has been a dream of yours it involves like a good amount of sacrifice yeah and i think of that even with like running when i was like training for um the marathon Mm. like there's because it like requires so much training there's like a lot of things that you can't do especially like on weekends that you have to sacrifice like time with friends to go after this other thing so i feel like that's very relatable whether it's like you're opening up your own gym and you now have to sacrifice like going on trips that you have to that you wanted to go on like i think that's a good thing to remember is that when you are doing something that is like a dream yeah um, there's a lot of hard work behind it yeah and it's also just a kind of insight into other people and how they if they think about that or not yeah or you know what i mean like how they behave when you do that like i've also in terms of travel and vacation like i had been asked in the past to go on a certain trip and it was a lot of money and i really wanted to do it but i had to just say no because it was like i I couldn't weigh out the like fun and experience versus over the money really and like that's kind of it's not a bad excuse at all, but it was almost uncomfortable a little bit to just be like, sorry, this sounds fun, but I'm going to pass. It's like, why? If it sounds fun, like, come. yeah, it's like, you know, but there's literally still a trip, a spring break trip that I didn't go on in college with my friends that I'm still sad that I didn't go mm. on. But it just didn't make sense because I had already like gone another trip that year and I didn't really have the money to mm-hmm. Um, go with them they went on a cruise together and I'm like still jealous that I didn't (laughs) go on it because it looked so fun and there's like still references that are made Uh, to that trip which was five years ago (laughs) guys I wasn't there yeah so yeah that same thing had happened to me about spring break but I did go and that was also an expensive trip that I didn't know if I should go or not but um I did but like look I when it you've got to make those decisions for yourself you know and travel too it's like that's the thing it's hard to coordinate trips with a lot of people it is hard it's hard to coordinate enough a day where everybody can hang out um that having some sort of communal idea or time or you know yeah time frame in which everybody could like take off you would probably be able to do something like just more things with people that you love yeah and go like travel together yeah that's why i like the idea of solo travel because you don't have to do all that legwork of figuring out who else yeah. is free because like even this trip to portland that i'm taking i'm sure a lot of my friends like you even said like you yeah. go there i'm sure a lot of my friends would like to go there but there's so many different factors like 
okay, what dates is mm-hmm. everyone free for? Or, yeah. oh, you don't have enough PTO left. Or um, maybe someone, like, doesn't have the money to take the trip because they're doing something else. Like, there's so many other factors right. that it can just, like, be impossible to get everyone And then going. it starts stressful. Yeah, and that's what you don't want. Yeah. It's great though when you can do it and i even like i you know i'm I'm big into those short little bursts too i feel like um just the act of going somewhere new no matter how long it is can be very exciting yeah and not feeling like you have to be there for a week just going for a couple days hitting yeah like some of the spots yeah is nice coming back refreshed it's isn't it weird you know like when you you literally escape your environment yeah. to then come back to enjoy it more. Yeah. Um, it's weird. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I noticed <laughs> that was uh, craziest in one of my travels, and it was, just, it was domestic too, but people were so much nicer in this one city, came back, and I was like, wow, you know, people are mean here. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one says, hello, how are you today? Yeah, everyone here is very direct. Um, that is nice so to it's... go to a new place and realize that there are nicer people out there and it's different <laughs> cultures yeah like whatever that culture is but it's good to experience those things because it makes you more empathetic mm. and it um makes you a better problem solver when you travel because you can get into dicey situations where you have to like make quick decisions yeah but yeah there's just like so many benefits to travel and i wish that everyone was able to take trips outside of like not only within our country but like outside our country because they're our planet is so big yeah there's yeah. so many people out there do you have a place aside from the trips you're going on that you like really want to go to but haven't been yet yeah i really want to go to japan mm. um you've been to peru before i really mm-hmm. want to go there and i really want to go to all the national parks yeah. out west yeah so those are probably my top three. Got to give you the whole itinerary that we did. We did the whole, like, sort of Western National Park trip um, two years ago now. Oh, yeah. Didn't you go, like, with a huge group? My entire family. family. Yeah. It was, 20, <laughs> it was 20 people. And 20 people came back alive, which nice. was a blessing and a surprise. Um, yeah, which was really great. But that was one of the biggest tests of patience and compromise in travel that I've ever had. Because when you have two people, it's already a compromise. When you have 20 and your family members, it's a lot. Um, and all different so ages, good. All too. different ages. From 86 years old to t- 11 years wow. old. So, uh, you know, seven, seven, <laughs> 75-year span, right? Um, so, yeah. No, but it was great. But it was a fun trip and at the end of the day and uh, really nice. But the national parks are so cool because it's just like yeah. the the nature. I like seeing the nature of the places that you know you go to. Yeah, I gravitate that's, towards that. Yeah, that's something I think I would want to do with other people. Yeah, because that's an experience I want to have with others. Or you could just be super meditative and just go hiking in the woods alone. Sounds and, very safe. Yeah, yeah, and just <laughs> contemplate in the woods. I would not be fearful about that at all. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I would want to go. I really want to go to Spain. I've over romanticized this in my mind. When I graduated college, I was like, I want to go and live there for three months, you know, and just yeah, and just immerse myself and speak the language, and then end up working a few weeks. Started working a few weeks after I graduated college. Like, didn't take any time, which I do actually regret a lot. Um, uh, I shouldn't say a lot, but I regret not taking um a long longer before I after I graduated college to travel and then start working. Yeah, but. You know, I did what I had to do, and I'm fine for it. It's just like those are those very, you know, crucial periods of time that you can maybe take yeah, a you longer have a big trip. Chunk. Yeah, yeah. I did study abroad my junior year of college, and it's crazy to me looking back, thinking that I almost didn't do it because mm. I was I didn't want to miss a semester of college with my friends. And now I look back and I'm like, that was crazy. Yeah. Like, I'm so happy I did it because those experiences that I had and, like, the people I met are some of, like, my favorite yeah. memories of my life. And so the idea that I almost didn't do that because I just wanted to spend more time with people that I already knew well and, right. like, in the same classes that I was taking, 
is wild. So if you're out there, yeah. go. <laughs> and if you're <laughs> not sure, you gotta do it. Yeah, yeah. I think it was great. Agreed. Okay. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? I'm no bullet points, Ben. All right, no bullet so, points, Ben. Today. I'm, I mean, this was fun. I actually not having bullet points felt like we could it go on nice. for like hours with this. Well, like I have all these notes, but we oh wow I, we like did all of this oh and yeah i didn't even look at them i'm gonna sneeze i think bless you okay i didn't i didn't sneeze. never mind <laughs> never mind but yeah i didn't even look at my notes during this but i feel like we've pretty much covered all of this yeah oh there's one at the end that we uh i wish we had time to discuss but uh which one like flying oh people who have a fear of flying i just feel so bad for them yeah because our I it's awesome when people have a fear of flying but they still do it. Yeah. And well, it's true. like, hey, I'm fearful of this, but I wanna go on this trip, so I have to do it. But I just feel bad for people that like are afraid of it so they don't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's really nothing you can do either. Like yeah. certain places you kinda have to fly. So, yeah. Yeah. But God bless the airplane. Like thinking about trying to travel, you know, a hundred years ago. Yeah. You, like it's crazy yeah. how much now the world is connected because of it. And yeah. it's like thinking, oh my God, my flight was delayed an hour yeah. and you're flying <laughs> halfway across the world. Yeah. Like you have more things to complain about than that. Yeah. Um, so it's so, so cool. And I always think it's funny when people talk about horror stories and travel. It's like, hey, but you were also traveling the world. So yeah. it could be worse. Right. Like, yeah. Well. Okay. Well, let us know, our listeners, let us know if you're going on any vacations yeah. or trips coming up, whether it's local or far away. You can tweet to us. You can tag us in a photo on Instagram. Yeah. We have an Instagram. At C-W-T-A-T pod, pod on Instagram. Yeah. Or call us if you have our number. Yeah. Let us know. Text us. <laughs> yeah. I was like, are you we'll about to say it. your phone number? <laughs> Oh, you can text us and we'll share oh, yeah. in the next podcast where you're going. Love it. Love, Love that. It. Okay. All right. Safe All right. travels. Bye. Aw, safe travels. Love that. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>